0: Uh, membership it's 10 bucks a month you get a monthly mastermind exclusively it's a zoom call every month with other youtube members Uh, you also get weekly videos exclusive to the youtube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences so check that out really means a lot to me and thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show Guru Nation, how's it going everybody? Welcome back. What a busy day, busy week it's been. A busy year 2022. Happy New Year for those of you guys watching in the future. Who knows what year it is, but hopefully it's good and hopefully you're doing well. So we've got somebody I've been talking about a lot, Luis, about international medical graduates recently. And I don't know if it's because I moved to a border town, I'm here in Yuma, Arizona, very close to Mexico. And my first employee is probably going to be an international medical graduate physician from Mexico. That is, he's actually a cardiologist in Mexico. And here he's a medical assistant. So I was telling him like, hey, there's a whole world, man, it's called clinical research. And he said, really, I didn't know you can do that. Because in Mexico, it's mostly hospitals." I said, yeah, you know, we're starting the site. So, Luis is a perfect example. He's an international medical graduate. He's, we're going to learn all about his story. Uh, he's a physician in Honduras, and now he's in research. So, and we're going to get into everything. So, Luis, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. It really means a lot to me and others like you who are maybe going to follow your footsteps now.
1: Yeah, I hope so. No, 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 then. Thanks to you you know um when i first came here actually I, I i was trying to become a certified doctor here a certified physician um, but you know it's a long process it's an expensive process it's ECFMG a hard process.
0: right ECFMG yeah,
1: exactly yeah so we had to approve to become certified as an ECFMG physician and then get uh, our license so you know in the meantime i was i was looking for something to do because i'm a also, one thing that you don't know, I'm under a J-2 visa because my wife, she is a J-1 holder. So she's already practicing medicine here. She went into the medical residency and now is doing her fellowship in nephrology. Awesome. So she, yeah, so she's a J-1 and since I'm a J-2, I'm allowed to work and study within the U.S., but you know, given my background, it's really hard to get any chances or any position in in our field. Yeah. So I started to work last year as a medical assistant in a small private uh, internal medicine practice. Um, it was good, you know, because the doctor she uh, allowed me to see patients under under her wing. So it was like uh, I was like being a kind of an intern. So I saw the patients, then I went back with her with a plan and then she came into the room and then discussed the plan with the patients. So it was, I was doing like kind of my, my thing, you know. Uh, but still always I had this thing on research and you know, I'm from Honduras. Uh, unfortunately, my country does not invest in, uh, in research as many other countries, you know, in, from Latin America. But I always have this, so I, I applied, and as you said on your videos, apply, 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 apply. <laughs> I sent a lot of applications, uh, about 200 applications to become a CRA, a CRC, even as a translator in the hospital.
0: Just everything, anything you saw, yeah. you apply. Exactly. That's good, because you qualify. Here's the thing, the thing I love about <laughs> international medical graduates your background, you qualify for anything. It's just a matter of that employer seeing your value and maybe needing help at the time, which by the way, guys, everybody needs help right now. I don't know if you look around in 2022, there's a labor shortage like you've never seen in, our, in my life. I've never seen the labor shortage like this and good people are just hard to find, but IMG I've always hired IMGs and it it started by accident. When I started my clinic in 2005, it started by accident. They just, the referrals came to me because of the physicians that I worked with. They said, Hey, hire this girl. She's actually a doctor in the Philippines. I was like, Oh, awesome. (laughs) Why not? Why not hire a doctor? You know? And then it just started to, I started realizing these IMGs. I mean, you know, every individual is different nobody's perfect, but the IMG, if I put them in a category, it's a perfect study coordinator because the hard part is to teach somebody the clinical stuff. It's not to teach them mm-hmm. the research necessarily, you know, the research is just the fundamentals. So how was it? Yeah. how was your process? Like from those 200 applications, um, how many, how many called you in for an interview and how did that go?
1: So, you know, as you said, it's pretty important to apply because I just got two interviews
0: from two hundred. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> one so percent is that one yeah, percent? My have, math is bad. Yeah,
1: it's one percent.
0: <laughs> I have
1: I have any experience on research? Just my medical background, you know. Uh, Besides that, I have no. I never published a paper on my on my life. I was just what I did to, to get my medical degree. So I guess that it was against me. Um, and you know, the first interview that I had, it was earliest last year. And it was super bad. So I thought that I, that it was a good interview and I thought I was going to get the position. However, they never called me back. Um, and when I got the second one in November of last year, I was concerned, you know, because I thought I was a good ap- applicant for the first interview. So when I started to look videos on on YouTube and and, and I came into your, your channel, uh, and then I saw one of the one of your videos, which was like four years ago recorded, and it was a CRC interview questions for both inexperienced and experienced candidates. Yeah. So, man and. Oh everything that you said on that video that it was a red flag it was on my first interview i did exactly the same that really you did. <laughs> yeah so on that wow moment, I, re- I realized man what i didn't look this before I, <laughs> why not i couldn't see the this video
0: that's crazy so, i didn't realize this because i at the time four years ago i think i remember the video i i didn't really do too many interviews uh, I'm a contract CRA now, but I've—it's not like I have experience be getting interviewed. So I was going by what other people told me, what they were asked, and so I kind of put like everything together in that video. But it's good to know that it's kind of close to what happened.
1: Yeah, it's it's super close. They they asked me about my my research past, uh, of what uh, what studies that I went through on that on that side, uh, what was my what. If I did basically my homework on that research, which I didn't, yeah. You know, so, the, wow. and as I said, he was the guy was just very polite. He went through the, he finished the interview, and they told me, okay, we're gonna be in touch, and da da da, and they never called me back. <laughs> <So> <laughs> wow. For the second one, I did my homework. I did. Uh, I got a lot of the, as much information on the site about their studies that the one the, the studies that was going on um i'm working in oncology
0: Oh, okay. so you
1: so you also uh, i saw a lot of, of your videos you have another one that it's helping someone to prepare on an oncology crc interview. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I, I i rubbed up the names down so um
0: i even forgot i did that one <laughs> i forgot yeah. Wow.
1: It was pretty helpful because you mentioned all the classifications for the, for the, for, you know, that, that are used in oncology. So I went back just to have this in mind when, just in case they came in on the interview, which they did. You also mentioned something that to have an answer, because they, uh, they will ask you why oncology. You said that precisely question on that video and it came on the interview so
0: (laughs) wow this is awesome man i love this i love i love hearing this that's amazing so the question the question came up of why why do you like oncology or why oncology
1: why oncology why i decided to 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 do research in oncology and what was your
0: answer what did you say people because i assume this is the one you got hired for yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. This is so, the you one must have said hired. something
0: good, Luis. What did you tell them? <laughs>
1: well, well, to be honest, so they, my my dad just passed away from a glioblastoma in the last year.
0: Oh, my condolences. Uh,
1: thank you. Yeah. So, that was the main reason for me to go to oncology. because And they told me, yeah, basically, that is the reason that move on people to become a, a research uh, coordinator or whatever in oncology. Um, and I guess that it's pretty touchy I think yeah. uh and that was one of the things that helped me I feel but you I know, think
0: that's a common you know unfortunately cancer affects so many of us I mean yeah. everybody knows somebody or either closely you know it's luck if you know someone very close to you who passed away from cancer someone distant from you but everybody knows somebody
1: yeah yeah so they they uh, uh you know what when that when that interview finished, I never I, – I didn't put all my eggs on that basket. Right. Because I felt that it was a good interview, and I felt the same on the on the first interview, but with the big difference that I prepared for this one.
0: But they so, knew uh, they knew that you were not a research experience, right? But they, they knew that you were a physician, or you are a physician. <laughs> and by the way, in Honduras, did you actually treat patients there? Did you have a practice, or – Wow, okay, okay. Yeah. So they so they know that, they know you have patient skill, bedside manner. They know that you understand conmed and AE and contraindication better than probably any of their staff that they have as coordinators. And yeah. they know that maybe you didn't know as much research, but what kind of questions did they ask about research knowing that you didn't have much experience in research? What kind of questions did they ask? Did they ask difficult ones, or or uh, how was uh, it?
1: So they basically asked me about the uh, EHR. Ah, so okay. If I if I have a because you know one of the big big shocking difference between our countries in Latin America and here is the way that the medical records are. You know, we are we're still basically using paper and pen to keep those. To track this down, but here is different, you know, with the uh, many type of programs to do the medical the, the medical records. Um, so they asked me about my experience in that. Luckily, I was uh, becoming a I was an MA on that moment, so I I I had a pretty good experience on. See on, on, on medical records, yeah.
0: There you um, go. There you go. This is why mm-hmm. I tell, especially IMGs, but anybody looking. Just get, if you can't get your first job in research, okay, get your first job in healthcare, get it in medicine, just get close to the action. It may not be exactly where, like a lot of people watching the channel want to be CRAs. Well, then they apply for CRA role and don't get any and get discouraged and forget about doing it. Well, no, go to a site level first. That's, you're not going to get your goal right away. You know, you yeah. have to work. So MA, that's perfect. That was where you got the EMR, EHR experiences.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's hard. You, sometimes you th- you believe that it's going to come up just when you are navigating on the, But it's not. So it's really hard. Wow. So I was, I was able to, to do that. And then also one of the other questions, they, they asked me, what do you know about research? So I was honest with them. I told them, I feel that I don't know nothing. I feel that I had never published anything. I I have never done any research in my medical life or in my life. But what I know, I know, you know, the things that they taught us in the school, like the type of study designs, uh, the statistical uh, measures that we use, and all of that. So... I guess I thought that I was going to be a more naive than what I was ex- that they thought I was because they they told me no worries we have hired in the past another IMGs and we trained them to become good CRCs.
0: Yeah, IMGs make very good CRCs. I'm telling you guys the IMG and then on top of it you have the immigration thing which I have no advice for. I don't understand my dad uh, technically I'm an immigrant. we were I was born in Romania. we moved here when I was three, but I didn't do anything so I don't know what my parents went through like a whole process. So I have no idea how to answer people when they ask about immigration issues. Do you have any advice with, with in regards to this?
1: Well the only thing as I tell you I'm, I'm under a j2 visa. Because I also, when you are applying to this position, they ask you if you need a, a visa or not. So if they, if you need a sponsor for the visa, but I applied to many of them that I, 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 am sorry. I answered to many of those places that I need a sponsor and just never call me back. So my, I'm, I'm lucky because my wife, she's practicing here and I'm under the J2 visa. And actually, that was one of the biggest concerns that they have during the interview when I told them I'm under the J-2 visa because they didn't have a lot of knowledge on that. They didn't know if I was going to be able to work, if I was legally allowed to work within the U.S. Right. Um, well, they, they, they figured it out later and they told me, okay, you're, you're paid to go.
0: Well, and the J-2B, I'm assuming, is uh, when you have a spouse that's a... Yeah, Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. that that's a j1b yeah. somebody mm-hmm. so what's a j1b that somebody got it's sponsored
1: a, yeah mm-hmm, exactly actually ecfmg is the easiest sponsor for all the uh for all I the see. j1 i see uh, well the 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 imgs because
0: shout out to your wife for doing the ecfmg that's <laughs> not easy yeah yeah that's she not, is she actually, that's not easy
1: She's doing, man. I'm, I'm, let me tell you this: She's doing her, her fellowship in nephrology at Johns Hopkins. Wow. Um, yeah, and she's gonna be she's gonna do transplant kidney next year. And she's from Honduras as well. And she will become the first doctor, the, the first Honduran doctor graduated from Honduras, born and raised in Honduras to become the to have that title, the transplant kidney, special.
0: Really, really. Yeah. We need to interview her for Latinos in clinical research. We need to interview both of you guys on the same time. Yeah. I'm going to set one up. Yeah, we gonna, can do it in I'm Spanish. Talk to
1: her. Yeah. Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. I'm on it, but I don't talk that much. I can, but Monica is fantastic. She's she used to be a news reporter in Colombia, so she knows Spanish, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. True. That's awesome. So yeah. I guess how long have you been working uh, as a CRC now?
1: I just have one month, basically, okay. one month.
0: What are they I'm doing? Still, it's academic it's a, medical center, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a hospital. So I'm, I'm going to be the coordinator for the CAR T cells.
0: You're on the cutting yeah. edge of the innovation, yeah. too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. When they when they told me that I was going to be on that, I was so, so excited. Yeah. yeah so I guess and i guess my background also helped me with that so because they're they're hiring, as you said there's a shortcut short of short off on um, on people right now so there have been higher there have been higher a lot of another coordinators but they're not putting on the cart t trials uh, they, Yeah, and they didn't put me on the on the trials and this. they
0: need like specialized knowledge in the at least in medical in in medicine uh i'm curious internal medicine did you learn a little bit about oncology i'm sure they teach you in medical school about oncology maybe not as in-depth as an oncologist but Mm -hmm. you had the basics down right
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so like resist criteria and ctcae that was not a problem for you to understand see that's what's helpful that's what's helpful about being an img that's awesome, Luis. Like, really glad. Yeah. What? What? How long did this process take from starting to apply till getting hired? Like, what? So we have an idea.
1: So, I got. I I started to apply in at the end of 2020. I got my first interview, like three to four months later. And then the second. The end
0: of 2020. Yeah and then you just and now it's january 2022 and you've only yeah. been working for a month so it's an entire year exactly an entire you- year Luis. what kept yeah. you what kept you from giving up because a lot of people they say that's too long i'm going to give up
1: i just you know when you want something you have to go for it and i was you know the first interview that i that i had it was in johns hopkins so since they call me, uh, I just kept that on me. So I said, if they call me, they saw something on my recipe. So I just kept sending, sending email, sending email, sending, and uh, I was wow. just, I just having faith, you know. So they wow. kept. Um, I was. I just. I just never give up. Uh, and as you said, when 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 I was first reached to to be to become an. Um, an M.A. Uh, it wasn't something that I wanted because on that initially I started to work as an as a M.A. in yeah. February of last year. So I was just doing like vitals and, yeah. you know, scheduling appointments. How Not do you even... feel?
0: Because I, I talk to a lot of IMGs and, you know, some of them I've worked with maybe over 20 IMGs in my career like that I've supervised and most of them fantastic but every now and then you get one who they feel like it's beneath them the job you know like even coordinator they're like well they start giving you attitude later Uh, how like how I don't know what I'm trying to ask but there's like a uh, when you're a physician you know it must be tough because Physicians here in U.S. like most of them have egos the size of mm-hmm. Grand Canyon, right? Even if they like yeah, don't they show do. it, they do. So they're how they're pretty cocky, and they are. But I mean, IMGs, they are also, but they have to have some humility, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. How did you do? How do you do that? Do you have any problems with this?
1: Uh, initially, I initially I had it, but you know, I think it's something that you have to cope. You have to learn how to copy on that and move forward Yeah, because you have, you have your goal. I have, I have my goal. I like research. So one, I like research. I love, I love practice medicine. And to be honest, when, when they hire me here, I I was thinking just focusing on research, but you know, then since now I'm seeing what the PIs do there, it's, it's incredible. Actually, yeah. I want to become surgeon, but now that I'm seeing what they do, I would like to go on research path. You know, become an oncologist and take that path. Wow! It's 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 a life changing game. You know, it's it's different. So you have to you have clear your mind that what it's what you want because most, as you said, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for me being a an A MA. It was hard initially, but then you start to make bonds with the patients. Then the the staff start to see you, 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 to see your potential, then you can upgrade, you know, as as it happened to me. Initially, they they didn't allow me to do something else besides take the vitals, just ask some questions, and that's it. But then that doctor was always putting me a test, asking me things. So, and then I eventually, I ended up seeing patients as I was doing in my, back in Honduras. That's awesome. Obviously, because I don't have my license here, but still, I was doing that.
0: So I guess the best way is to, the best way to deal with that um, is to look at the big picture, basically, and not focus so much on your current situation. Um,
1: um, Exactly, exactly. So you want, I always tell, I always said that Medical school is like being in the not the same, but it's like being in a in an army. You know, it's really back in back in in Honduras. It was really really difficult also. So you have to wow. take a lot of a lot of things from from <laughs> from your superiors, the hierarchy, and all of that. And then you just have to move on, accept it, embrace it, and move on.
0: Man, whatever college, whatever med school you guys went to, after your wife does that transplant, they have to rename the school after her. (laughs) Are you kidding? They're going to have to do something, at least a department. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's big time. So this is a great story because I always talk about it and hopefully the the guy who we're thinking of hiring, you know, the IMG, the, the Mexican physician. Um, hopefully he's going to come on video. Not hopefully, he will come on video. <laughs> I just have to get him comfortable with it. Uh, yeah. We have our first meeting next week, but um, my NP business partner, nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. uh, it's his colleague. He works with him currently at an urgent care. Uh, and yeah, we're going to let him know about research. I already gave him the book. And tell them about coordinator, then CRA. I mean, that's the pathway. Yeah. Not to mention getting going through ECA FMG and getting licensed, maybe becoming PI, medical monitor, mm-hmm. site owner. Exactly. It's all, everything's, everything's possible once you're in, guys. And
1: you know, it's a big world. Once you're in, it's huge. It's, it's massive. Yeah. Now, uh one of the coordinators that are the the one that I'm going to be taking over on all her uh, her studies, she's moving on to the sponsor side. Uh, she she's becoming a CRA. So I, you know, I ask See. her, what else that I can do on the sponsor side. So, and there's a lot of things that you can do.
0: Pharmacovigilance. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of yeah. stuff that you can do. Medical you know, monitor even. As well. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, this is fantastic, Luis. Thank you so much for your time. Anybody that wants to connect with Luis, his LinkedIn profile is underneath the video. And if you're listening to the podcast, first of all, thank you. Second of all, go connect with Luis because you may have been in his situation or how where he was last year. You may be there now, but guess what? Nothing stays the same. The only thing that's guaranteed is change. So That's why you guys got to look at IMGs, love them. But this also, I feel like this message applies to anybody, not just IMG. Mm -hmm. Um, But especially IMG, because you see Luis here right in front of you. And he did exactly what we talk about all the time in the videos.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Really, really. You know, being on on two interviews, the first one was a total
0: failure for me. (laughs)
1: The second time I learned, I looked your videos and then they helped me. They helped me a lot. So what wow. you do, what you do, it's, it's, it's great. It's, I don't know. I'm, I'm really grateful with you. And you know, when, when I when, when I, when I checked the, the first video and I saw your phone number, I thought it was a lie. <laughs> I, I thought this guy wouldn't, I, this guy wouldn't put her, his phone number on a video Yep. then I, I text you and then you replied me back and I was like, man, it's true. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, guys, text, please. <laughs> please text. Don't call. I don't answer any call. I don't know, but text. I can tell right away. Okay. This is somebody buddy. Watch the video. Boom, boom, boom.
1: Thank please. you so much. Man. Thank
0: you so much, man. Continued success. I'm sure we're, we're going to set up Latinos in clinical research podcast uh, sure. with you and your wife. When you guys have time, I'll make the introductions with, Monica and the rest of the team. And we'll go from there. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Luis. What an inspiration and we'll catch you all later. Bye-bye.